0: youtube land welcome what's good everybody it's your boy be heard aka brian aka prince aka prince Vegeta. Without the hating i forgot my own intro this is actually the runback series the one you know and love uh the one where i interview some of your favorite content creators gaming people just people that's doing dope things in general but this runback is going to be different because this is the one i call on tour where i'm actually going to a place talking to a face in person and uh, getting to know a little bit better, I would say this is Dan from Des Moines Gaming Club. How you doing?
1: Doing good. Hey, thanks for having me on the pod, Brian. Appreciate it.
0: I just appreciate you uh, letting me into your humble abode and just being here. Uh, first thing we always like to do on this podcast because, you know, life is almost like a simulation. It's not even, like, real anymore at this point in time. But uh, how are you doing mentally?
1: Hey, doing good. Doing good. Good. Uh, good. I guess in that regard, you know, running my own business, Des Moines Gaming Club, is is a lot of fun. It's a dream. Uh, Got to give a shout-out to my wife, who's making it possible. So, without her, I definitely wouldn't be able to do it.
0: Shout-out to her. Shout-out to her. And you I, I, I kind of touched on it a little bit, but I kind of want to just go back to that. How, one, how was it just even starting a business during this pandemic? Yeah, well, so
1: I had the idea for Des Moines Gaming Club, you know, which is just a small gaming center here in Des Moines, which... A long time ago, when I had the idea, uh, you know, there wasn't a gaming center in Des Moines, mm-hmm. there was a place that people could come and play video games casually, competitively. Uh, so, had the idea. We wanted to open before the pandemic. Um, then it hit. That mm-hmm. delayed stuff, you know. So we we waited. We were going to open, um, kind of in the middle of it, but then we thought, nope, better delay it some more. Mm-hmm. You know, so we delayed and delayed, and then and then we did finally open in June uh, of 2021, uh, when we had. A, Hope to open nearly a year earlier. Um, a lot of waiting, you know, the supply chain made us wait, too, with getting PCs and different equipment. Um,
0: I imagine PS5s as well.
1: Oh, my gosh. And, and they're still hard to get, you know. It's crazy. Um, Xboxes you can get now, <laughs> not PlayStation 5. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's it Yeah, we definitely paid over market price for those. But, uh, yeah, that was just one of the, you know, little roadblocks. And there's a lot of different things that, you know, I learned along the way that i didn't think i'd be doing um but yeah it's uh it's been fun and you know now we've been open for over a year and it's it's gone fast and gone slow at the same time you know so Mm -hmm. it's, it's been good
0: can you touch upon that uh just in case anyone else out there is listening to this podcast i mean they stumbled upon it of course but uh just touch on like if I wanted to raise, like, make my own gaming club, like, yeah. what would be the steps or processes that I yeah, have to well, do? Yeah,
1: the big thing is, um, you know, having the funding to buy the equipment. You know, the PCs aren't cheap, um, and some of the equipment isn't cheap either. You know, mm-hmm. PlayStation fives, especially if you're paying over market price. hmm uh, Thankfully, you only get only had to get two. Um, so it the idea. So when I made the business plan back in college, it was like five, six years ago. I thought. Okay, it costs a lot to start it, but then the costs aren't super high after that, right, especially when I figured I'd be working by myself most of the time, so i don't you know I don't have to pay a lot of employees or or something like that so we 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 just had to get a loan from from our bank you know for a decent amount um and but since then you know then you just start working on paying it back and after that big initial expense. It's not as much after that. So if anyone who's looking to get into this, which I think the esports industry in general is something to get into, you know, now while it's still in the beginning stages. um, Right. Maybe take that leap now and and hope for the best down the road.
0: Right. Because, I mean, I think gaming, I want to say it's a billion dollar industry. And I think it's like isn't I want to say it's number one as far as entertainment goes. Like, I think it surpassed movies and Probably TV shows, because you figure, like, a game, you're always going to have you throw have
1: it all that. in together as, as one, like, just video games and then eSports as well, then I think you're right, yeah. Mm.
0: Mm. Okay, I see, I see. Now, just to get a little spicy, because that's what we like to do here on The Run Back. Um, What, out of FIFA, your FGC night, your Smash night... <laughs> Uh, any like shooters, shooting games, of course, or Rocket League. What one is the one that brings the most money as far as the Des Moines area goes?
1: It's definitely Smash Bros. So, you know, so, I, sorry to the FGC, but it, it's definitely Smash Bros. No you know.
0: taken. I'm I'm not surprised because uh, it's
1: yeah, the community is alive and well here in Iowa, and it's 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 uh, good to see. You. And we've been fortunate enough to to connect with some of the people in the community, and, and they've been nice enough to come out and support us, which is which is awesome. But it's it's really cool to see, um, not just the Smash Bros community, but the FGC as well. Mm-hmm. You know, consistently, we bring in the best players in Iowa, yeah, you know, which is pretty awesome. You know, that's not something I thought of when, when I opened Des Moines Gaming Clubbers.
0: Which is, it's kind of hard too, because it's like, it's hard to put Iowa on a scale, right? Because yeah. if you think of like, just, just the only thing I can speak of is like the FTC, you think of like California being a strong scene, you think of New York being a strong scene, you think of just like almost in, in general and like any sort of sport-like thing is like just the Texas, the Californias, the the New Yorks and all those things being strong scenes. So like when I would start to come here, it was like, I knew that obviously I didn't think I would be the best player here or i didn't think i would be that good of a player here but it's like it's kind of hard to judge of like where everybody's skill could be because yeah. i was just not known for that
1: yeah yeah certainly um th- yeah th- those are the thoughts i had too and um but getting to know the fgc and the smash bros community um you know they both have great players and both bo- both communities have players that can go to regionals in different regions not just the midwest and, and mm-hmm. plays highly you know end gamer i got fourth and Street Fighter 4, um, at a big. At Combo Breaker, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Endgame. And then, uh, you know, PZ, Scar, um, skittles who are in the smash Bros community here in iowa um they, they can go and play very highly too
0: No, oh, shout out yeah. to them shout out to
1: yeah. them so, uh, it's cool to see
0: yeah because uh especially like how you kind of touched upon like i went to a tournament a few years back in De- uh not denver but davenport and they had a big smash scene i mean that thing was full just mainly for smash and i thought it was insane and it kind of blew my mind and then not to mention i think uh some of the biggest midwest tournaments as far as big house and I think Frostbite are in Michigan, so that's kind of like Smash just being so big in the Midwest that you just kind of see that all around. So then you kind of touch the bases on some of the players, but uh, who is a player that you see that comes in here? Not Maybe not consistently, but just comes in here enough to where you notice them to where you think that they have potential to go far. I mean, you kind of touched on some Smash players. Is there any yeah. FTC players or, or like Valorant players or Rocket League?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. One player that came to mind is a little capped. Um, he doesn't come to all of our events, but he's been supportive of a lot of different ones. So he's come to FGC events. He's come to Smash Bros. He's come to Rocket League. And he, he does well in all of them, probably because he's really good. He actually was a professional uh, Brawlhalla player. Oh, wow. And he recently just retired from that. But that That's another kind of character that, you know, I didn't know about. Um, you know, I didn't know um, we had a – Professional Brawlhalla player in Des Moines. Really good. He was ranked number one at one point. Oh wow! Um, and then yeah, he you know he's his name name's Little Cap. Little Cap. Okay. Yep. Um, he, he comes in with his brother sometimes and you know, runs all the Rocket League. They're really <laughs> good at that. Um, he's played in Halo. Um, really good at everything. But you know, like I said, it, it's cool to see those kind of players that come into Des Moines Gaming Club and, and participate in our events.
0: Yeah, and like I have a like an online squad or a Discord squad, if you will. Shout out to R and O, but um, they, you know, we play brawl hall all the time. So then when I was coming here, and I brought a fr- uh, friend last time, uh, shout out to Caleb, and we were playing into the tournament. I did okay and strive, and so I think. I think my friend Caleb plays Tekken, but it didn't have Tekken on the thing. Or we saw Brawlhalla, so it was like, yo, you want to play? Because we played that too. Yeah. And then, like, a few other guys that were here, they're like, what? You play Brawlhalla? So then we all had, like, four-player co-op on Brawlhalla it was just on the back screen over there, nah, which yeah. I thought was, like, just interesting and fascinating enough to where, like, you, you see all these people play different games, yeah. and then to to play another game, you're all like, oh, you play that? And it was just kind of weird how, like, this environment is. Because this environment's cool. Like, i I'm prideful in the sense of, like, I put in a lot of work. Not necessarily, like, I have unrealistic expectations, but it's just, like, I, like, like, today I labbed for, like, three hours trying to figure out strikers, uh, guard, breaking, combo, I guess, block string? Not combo, but block string and DNF duel. And I couldn't get it, so I was mad at myself. But, like, that's the type of pride that I have. So when I came here and, like, you lose in tournament, it sucks, and it's awkward but you think like you know i'm thinking of well, all these internal things and everybody's just cool and they're just still cracking jokes or so they're trying to help me with some advice so it's like you want it you want to be salty but it's like damn this environment so relaxed yeah. and everybody's just having a good time
1: that brings up a great point uh all the communities i've been impressed with and of how much of a community they are and no one's ever been you know mean or or you know gloating uh, mm-hmm. when they win or something in turn which you know makes sense it's just a local and most everyone gets that, um, but mm-hmm. the FGC especially. I will say it's a pleasure having you guys in because everyone's just super nice and and like you said, I'm always willing to give tips mm-hmm. and um, always always just talking about what they can do to make the scene bigger and, and giving me advice. You know, which I'm very thankful for. It's it's I always tell my wife that even though Smash Bros is bigger, I do enjoy having the FGC in more. Just right?
0: Because I feel like. Especially in the Midwest, like there's not that one that's like well known. Like I said earlier, there's Wednesday Night Fights and there's Next Level, but as far as the Midwest goes, maybe Chicago might have a scene, but even then, yeah. they're not that they're not that big in a sense of like we like we could pass them. Like if, yeah. and that's one of my questions to you is um, as far as growing this scene, what is something that you could do? As someone like me who, who comes to the scene not as much as they should, but I, you know, sometimes it'd be expensive and in downtown and oh, I'll yeah, be after yeah. work and all that stuff.
1: But you come out quite a bit. I
0: like, what is something that you could do to grow our scene? And then something that, like, a person watching this or listening to this could do to grow our scene?
1: Sure, sure. The big thing we focus on is, is being that consistent place that has competitions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, one thing that I think some people might find surprising as you know, we don't always have the biggest turnout every week Mm -hmm. and that's, I'm fine with that. Right. Mm -hmm. We're here weekly. The weeklies are weekly for a reason they're here, you know, at the same day, same time. So, you know that, okay, if I want to get some fighting games or smash games in our rocket league or FIFA or whatever, that you can come on that day, pay five bucks for the whole night and there you go. Get your games. And if you want to play in the tournament, you can do that. Um, so being that consistent place that people can go to and play in competitions is big for us. Other than that, eventually we'd like to do more marketing. I mean, we do a limited amount right now on social media and things like that, but
0: but it's also just yourself too. So yeah, right. I, I understand that. Right. Whole there's, there's so
1: much we can put in right now. So you know, as someone
0: that does a podcast at YouTube, yeah. I, I get yeah. exactly what you. Yeah,
1: you know, we're not going on spending a thousand bucks on a TV ad or something. Right. Obviously, we we can't do that quite yet, but. Uh, We do little things here and there, and hopefully we can get to the point where we can do more of that and and spread the word more. Because, you know, I don't think we've tapped the entire community of fighting game players in even Des Moines. Right. Or Smash Bros. players. Like, I guarantee there's players in Des Moines, or at least in Central Iowa, that probably haven't heard about Des Moines Game Club or haven't heard about the FGC community. Or or maybe they're young and haven't been exposed to it yet. Um, So... We feel that if we could have 100% market reach, which is, you know, not really attainable. Mm -hmm. But if all of a sudden all the gamers in Des Moines knew about us, you know, I I think we'd have a lot. We'd grow very quickly. Um, So it's just about staying consistent, building up to getting to that point where you you can reach more and more gamers. So
0: then what can the average consumer do to help you?
1: Yeah, just spread the word. I mean, word of mouth is always best, right? Right. In a world of social media, it's great to retweet and like and share stuff and that's big and that goes a long ways but if you have a buddy or if you meet someone especially like when someone comes to the local that's one thing I've really liked about all the communities that come in is you know they don't just play with them they talk to them like hey you know you're new here who are you and they introduce themselves and make them feel welcome and, and that gets them to come back and if maybe they were in They were the friend in their friend group that took the leap to come. Mm -hmm. Maybe they go back to their friend group and say, you know, I went and it was awesome. And spread the word and get get more people to come. So that that word of mouth is is big.
0: I think the biggest thing for me is, like, maybe one of the reasons, like, shout out to Top Hat, but he used to run, like, uh, I guess, our local before this as far as, like, Jay's goes. But it was, like, every other Saturday. So it wasn't, like you said, consistent in that regard, at least from what
1: my knowledge. and At At least it was... Well, I mean he was lives. yeah something. he was doing something yeah, yeah, yeah he was very absolutely.
0: consistent I don't want to say discredit him in any oh, no. regard yeah. but top hats great but I think my problem was uh, the reason why I was really going out there as much is because anime fighters weren't as big as they are now mm. and there wasn't as frequent ones or like ones that i wanted to play so the ones i wanted to play was basically dragon Ball. i kind of played street fighter was never good at street fighter didn't really take it too serious at the time i think i had an xbox over ps5 ps4 so even just playing street fighter was hard but i noticed that there were certain games and i feel like like my homie that i brought here the one time he's a big tekken player and it's like Tekken hasn't really been like in the rotation as far as tournaments go it's still yeah. played there's still casuals here, so yeah. it's like he he can still come yeah. i and then before that too i'm mainly an n r s guy I've veered off because one kind of hard finding games and then n r s is like m k eleven I think is a good game, but it wasn't the best it could have been, so it was kind of like annoying to play after a while, like you get burnt out of it. And I feel like our NRS scene is probably non-existent. Now, I heard some people talking about NRS games here, but I feel like if there's a way to implement more games, it might bring more people.
1: Yep, yep. Um I definitely feel that. And One thing I, I learned after our first FGC event was how many FGC games there are. There's a lot. You know, being a... a New, re- relatively new small business. You know, mm-hmm. we can't get every new FGC game that comes out, right? Although we'd want to, um, like DNF Duel, for example, seems like a good one that you know we're on the fence if maybe we should just get it and have it on our PlayStations. But you know,
0: because that's investment. That's like a hundred dollar investment,
1: right? It, it's not just the game; it's the DLC usually mm-hmm. that comes with all the games. Um, um, so it, it it it's hard to keep up with it in that regard. But one thing that offsets that is that the community comes in and brings their own setups and and if if a game's popular someone probably has it on their setup so right that's something we try to do with the b side you know is is play these these other games that aren't that aren't street fighter and tekken and guilty gear um so we'll we'll try to keep rotating as many games as we can um with the b side and and locals too um maybe that's something we could do with locals is Still have our two main tournaments that are like officially run by Des Moines Gaming Club, but then be like say, a side hey, tournament. Hey, we have. There's gonna be a side tournament in yeah. whatever it is,
0: or like uh, a side tournament of the week. Yeah, like you guys decide on what you want to do because that's a good idea. Because yeah. I definitely want to play some fighters. Like I, I, I think it was a few, maybe not the last time I came, but like one of the last times that I came, we played fighters over here, mm-hmm. and I was just like, wow offline fighters is actually fun. (laughs) Like it's it's been so long since I played it offline that I was like, Oh, I'm spoiled right now. Like this is a grand old time. I think uh I wish YouTube streaming would have a feature where you host. Yeah. I feel like that would help a lot, like kinda like how Twitch is. Yeah. Because I try to like retweet and put the stream out there but it's YouTube, so I don't really have as much people give me a hard
1: time for not streaming on Twitch sometimes and
0: YouTube's better in the long run though.
1: That's what I'm thinking too. I so the, the the convenient thing is it automatically to uploads to our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. which is convenient. That's just that just saves me time and is nice. Um, and then it's it's not quite as good as Twitch yet. It's almost as good. And then like you said, that, that's what I tell people that in the long run, I, I think YouTube is is going to be just as good as Twitch, if not better.
0: So that's why like I want to help grow the community in like regards of because like I used to be a commentator. And then I caught bronchitis and I had that for like oh, four months. Damn. Like it it wasn't bad as far as like like I was sick. It was just more so annoying. Like I couldn't yeah. even like, take a deep breath without feeling winded, or I, I couldn't even I, talk. I haven't
1: had it, but I, I know people that have had it, and they say it's not a fun time.
0: And it, I'm just surprised at how long it lasts, so then I kind of killed my drive for commentary. And then once I started playing more and, like, obviously into the game and local, like, I want to get good at a game because I feel like your credentials and, you know, your knowledge of a game shows when you're on commentary. Oh, wow. and that makes
1: I, sense. That's just a clear and clear good way to, to – Get into commentating and be good
0: huh? at <laughs> it. Right, right, right. Because I mean, shoot, I was, uh, I was learning the game as I was commentating. And I think that's the hardest thing. I get it. Everybody does it because, like, obviously, DNF Duel is like a new game out, so everybody's doing it as we're commentating. But I, oh, I, I didn't even know the names. Like <laughs> sometimes I just play. Oh, he did that move. That move was good. Yeah. So it's just like there's a lot to learn there. Oh, yeah. Um, one thing I want to know from you is just some quick, uh, quick hitters. Who was your favorite streamer?
1: Favorite streamer. That's tough. Um, for a long time, it was Courage, who's now with 100 Thieves. Mm. Um, that's probably not the case anymore.
0: Was that the Fortnite era, Courage? Or?
1: So, I followed Courage back when he was a commentator of Call of Duty. So, mm. so Call of Duty is the first game that I followed professionally.
0: Okay. Um,
1: shout out Optic Gaming and Scump. Um, <laughs> so... When I started following, Courage was just a commentator, and, and he was a personality in the scene. And so I, I followed him all the way up, and you know now he's co-owner of Hundred Thieves, uh, which is nuts. So yeah. th- that was cool to see. Now his streams, I, I don't—they're not really for me. I wouldn't say, um, but I, I still tune in from time to time. He was just someone that was always tuned into the whole industry, right? Right. And so like whatever, you know, not. Eventually, he became bigger than Call of Duty. So he played all these other games, um, which was cool. And so, it was, it was, for someone that um, liked to follow esports in general, uh, especially since I was hoping to open a business, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, that was cool. But my favorite content creator is probably Hector Rodriguez, who's the owner of Optic Gaming, and he's 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 the person that has probably inspired me to to do this stuff. And That's a good one. He is a, he is a really good podcast too called the eavesdrop podcast. yeah, yeah. i've listened to
0: a couple of episodes i'm jealous of his setup like oh yeah i i i like i had to stop watching him in shot because i would watch like their vlogs and i'm just like yeah this ain't my life like i gotta stop
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep they're, they're decked out
0: yeah that's a good one okay okay what about uh favorite smash player do you have one
1: um when i think of smash so my older brother has got me into smash and he was big into melee and um so I like to think of the five gods of melee um, mm. and, and Ar- Armada. This um, is this is way back when, of course, but there were the five gods of melee, which I just think is a dope name for the five best players in a game. Mm-hmm. And then when I was following it, Armada was the best. So I just think you know, okay, there's the five gods, and then maybe he's the best of the five gods. So I thought that was cool.
0: Right on, right on. Okay, I don't. Uh, I think Leffen is mine. Yep. I yeah. like like I said I like a little dabble of toxic. People
1: here always talk about MK Leo too. Yeah,
0: that was another name I was thinking of uh, surprisingly. Um those are some good names to mention. What about FGC?
1: So I don't play very many fighting games. Um and so I can't say that I follow the scene particularly closely. Mm. So um like I couldn't even tell you what my favorite game is maybe Street Fighter, just because it's the classic one. But this this, this might be bad because I'm an owner of Des Moines Gaming Club. But I don't I, I don't know if I have a favorite fighting game wow. player. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe but, someone from the scene got to change your mind or something like that. I guess I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I would say some of my favorites. I think Kizzy K. Kizzy K plays a lot of the characters that I wanted want to play, so I try to implement my game after him a lot. Also, I didn't help. It. No bias though, because I know I interviewed him, but no yeah. bias. Uh, I would say smug. I, I like, I like skillful players, but I also like players that uh, play multiple games. So like Sonic Fox, Punk, um, Justin Wong, uh, Daigo. Like I like people that can showcase characters at a high level, but also play just different games. Like. I don't know', yeah, cool. I feel like me personally, especially how I've been lately, maybe because I'm scattered brain, I think I would rather be good at multiple games than just be good at this one game, and then at, as soon as you play another game, you're not the same person, you could barely make it out of pools, yeah, ah, like. Sure. Like I've always respected those players, because that's always what I wanted to do, because I, I hate when I see a new character, I was like, oh, this character looks sick, and then I can't play him, get beat up, and then I gotta go back to my main character, and I'm, it almost feels like, like you're just going back to cereal every night, and you're just like, oh, can't have new dinner, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: no, I, it's definitely something that um I respect, so we have some melee players that come in, and their their main game is melee, but they enter the ultimate bracket, and can nice. win three or four games there too, um, which, which is which is nuts. That's honestly. impressive. Like, um, yeah, it's it's definitely impressive.
0: So I kind of touched bases before we had start this, but how come you don't think about making the Tuesday telecast like a full fledged podcast or something like that?
1: Well, um, I guess I don't know. It was always just ever since I had the idea for Des Moines Gaming Club, I thought I need to have a weekly. Updates so people can stay in touch with what's going on here So that's just all it's been I guess Um, Yeah I don't know I I guess I never really thought about that Um, So I I guess for a while we did a member of the month thing on our YouTube channel So we interviewed some of our members Just got to know them Um, Something like that I could honestly just tack on to the Tuesday telecast
0: That'd be so, cool. Like, Full-fledged thing. Every
1: now and then on the Tuesday, telecast, just have someone come in as and I'm then- recording it and just talk to them. Um, yeah, because I always just want to keep people updated on what's going on schedule-wise at the club. And then any events that we have coming up and then some esports industry news. Uh, and then- also,
0: I think that might be a good incentivize to come to the local. Cause they like, hey, I feel like I put in a lot of work. I feel like it'd be cool to just be a face, and then sure. some people might recognize that face as like, hey, he sure, did this. Yeah, and that's did a that. good
1: idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's plenty of personalities in both like the FGC and, and the Smash Bros community. I could have people from those communities just come on and talk about their communities. Like, I definitely this recommend is a great that. idea. See, you know what I'm saying? I knew so, it's knew you'd have ideas for me because you were a big help with the with the uh, ring light on our stream setup. Yep, it was
0: just in, like it's just because the players are looking so like, dark.
1: It's kind of dark. You, you might want some light in here. I'm like, yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. And so when you told me that, yeah, hey, just put a ring light around your camera. I was like, okay, and I ordered it, and boom, we, we've had it ever since.
0: And speaking of ideas, how uh, just some few ideas to run by you? Yes. What about potentially getting some commentary?
1: Yeah. So that's something I've always wanted. Now, how to do that the best way is is what I've grappled with. So it's interesting. I I feel like the FGC has come to me more about commentating than the Smash Bros. community, which I would have had the other way around, honestly. If if not just. But for the I, I also
0: feel like if the FGC comes to you about about it, and Smash say Smash sees it and sees how it works.
1: Oh yeah. Because
0: it's I'm, not like even like. I would say not to even brag or, or toot my own horn, but I'd probably have the most experience commentating here. Oh, yeah. If we say get me and someone else on the thing and we're just maybe shooting the shit and just, you know, cracking jokes, being yeah. funny. Oh, yeah. I feel like more people are going to be like, oh, I want to be on oh, commentary yeah. or I want to play my matches on stream. Cause oh, that's like sure. my favorite thing on the local. Even though I'd be getting bullied, I like playing on stream. Like it's, I, I'm almost not nervous to play on stream anymore. Like yeah. I like playing yeah, on it. That's cool. So yeah. I think having commentary would be great oh, too.
1: I'm right there with you. Yeah, it will only add a lot of value uh, mm-hmm. to the stream. That's for sure. Yeah, that's way more interesting to tune into. I've talked about it with the Smash community, and, and it's like, yeah, we don't really do it here in Iowa. Which but see I that just well, we ha- that and just we also, it, also so have to make it a thing it. too. Exactly. Yeah yeah. 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 No, that's something we want to do. Um, yeah, that that wouldn't be too hard. I have a mic. I could also just get another mic too.
0: Or even a headset. You get a quality headset, and then that's what mainly people use anyway at, like, tournaments and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, we should do it. Hey, anytime you're coming, feel free. Feel okay. free. And uh, yeah. you know, we'll shout you out and, and, and do all that. Um,
0: it might be a lot of sound effects for the first couple for couple games. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I, still going to have to learn a, a few things. Yeah. I know Strive a little bit, but yeah. DNF and Duel, I still have to learn a lot. But
1: Well, the big thing, I think, is just like you were talking about, just someone – that knows the game a little bit, knows the community a little bit. Which you know more than that. You know more of the community. You know more than just a little bit about most of the games that we play. Um, just, 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 just talking about what's going on. That I, adds I, a lot of value.
0: I am so down if we could, if I could get someone else to. Like where, like I said, like I know some of things, and I could just kind of do like the commentary things, and just mm-hmm. have more of a play-by-play guy. Yeah. So I could just kind of react and stuff like that. I am so down, yeah. and I feel like that would just help our community grow because yeah. I do want to get back into commentary. But like that's why I've been having this like Achilles heel, or like this damned if I do, damned if I don't moment, where I like I want to get better at commentary, but I also like want to get better at the game because I don't I don't want to come off as like pompous, like. Like, bro, you don't even punish that. So how can you say that's a punish? And, and like, yeah.
1: no, no, that's just part of it, right? That's all commentators in the world have that, right? Mm-hmm. That's your job. You have to, you have to say what they should have done, even though you yourself, I am, s- have done it. I am <laughs> so down. I am, yeah. I am more, yeah. than so
0: motivated for that. A couple
1: that. other barriers was that you know I have, I have a mic, but then we need to figure out a way to for the commentators to maybe be able to actually listen to the gameplay. Because I mean, the monitor emits the sound, but you're on the other side, mm-hmm. and if if it's busy, it's 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 hard for the commentators to hear. So we got to figure that out too. Somehow get a headset or something, so.
0: which we could always work out too. Yeah. Is there any uh, gaming pet peeves that you have? Someone that plays games, but you say you don't play fighting games. I'm guessing shooters. So,
1: uh, yeah, so I'm big in Apex Legends, and uh, uh, the Apex Legends Global Series World Championship is actually happening. Uh, happening this weekend so I'm, I'm pumped for that that'll be exciting uh, yeah, so big in apex legends i play rocket league quite a bit uh and fifa uh i'm a huge fifa player and fan i'm a big european soccer fan so that makes sense what's your team chelsea okay
0: okay I, I, i'm i like soccer i don't really watch it as much as i should I don't really have a, a team, so I'm still up for adoption if anyone wants to adopt me.
1: My little tidbit on soccer is that it's the best spectator sport. It's, it's two hours, it's never longer. There's no commercials.
0: Mm, that you is know? true. That is true. Um, hmm. Yeah, so what are your gaming pet peeves? Is there anything yeah, that yeah, drives yeah. you nuts?
1: Uh, let me actually answer your question. Um, well, let's see. Sometimes gamers are loud, I, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and I'm 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 ready for that, right? So we have people that come in, and I'm like, okay, they're, they're going to go play Call of Duty, and they're going to be loud. But even then, even though I'm mentally ready for it,
0: Never really when you're ready.
1: gaming, I mean, especially Call of Duty, you turn around a corner, and there's someone there, and, and you get shy, and you're dead instantly. Mm-hmm. You're going to react, and some people are just a little bit louder than others. And that's fine, and it's especially... I signed up for it. I'm running this. Especially business. the headphones. So. But I scare easily. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so people are wearing. That's exactly right. People are wearing headphones, so they're louder than they think they are. And someone yells from back there. You know, I'd jump a mile because. <laughs> yeah, I scare really easily. That's so. funny.
0: That's funny. Yep. Um, I would say mine. But I guess it's also my play. No, I mean I don't know. There's some games where some people are just acting like complete idiots. Like wh- you think you shut down something and like, all right, they won't do this again, and they do it again, and you're like, wow, and then now you're like paranoid, and they're getting you not because you're not ready for the moment, is because you're so paranoid that they're gonna do the same thing again that you're trying to prepare for it, and it's like I play a lot of people like that, and then uh shout out to my homie Oni, but he does this too. Like he's a really good player. Like he he wins a lot of sets, and he'll get me a lot. So then he'll he'll shut down a lot of my options and a lot of my offense, and so I'll do something bold, and he'd be like, "Whoa, you're bold!" I'm like, "Bro, I'm literally the last choice I have. It's my last card. I have to do something. Like I have to try." Yeah. So that's uh, I guess some of my gaming pet peeves, um, or like, I guess it's more Mortal Kombat. I guess it's more fighting games because that's really what I play. Um, I, you play a close set. It's like two, three. They got the last hit. You just barely lost, and they want to teabag or talk shit. Oh, it's, yeah. it's just like, bro, you barely
1: won. Yeah. Like you yeah. almost should have lost. Like, That's a good one.
0: Yeah, it's just like, yeah. ah, yeah,
1: trolling is, is too prevalent in in gaming. Like, if you can back it up, yeah, it, if you can consistently destroy the other person, it's like okay, maybe one taunt or something. But
0: it's just this is what they barely win in,
1: in in Apex, like. There'll be two squads that fight, like, it gets down to a 1v1, and it's, it's really close. The other person's, like, one shot, but they win. And, and then they, they teabag or something. It's like, come on. I, like,
0: Only time I ever, I haven't played a lot of Apex. That only because I think, I, for some reason, in Battle royals I just cannot see... Perfect twenty twenty vision, good eyesight, and everything. I just they'll be so far, and I'm like, you see them, yeah. shoot them. I'm like, Squid oh, mine. Yeah. i was like I don't yeah. see shit, bro. That, I don't that's know how. I don't
1: understand with like professional FPS players is I can't even see them on my screen. And they've mm-hmm. got no, they've got no sight. It's just the iron sight or something, and they're just beaming them from. That's the way.
0: literally why I don't really play shooters like that. Not because I just can't hit the target i can't see <laughs> it's too late when i see him. i definitely feel you there uh, but yeah i noticed uh in apex like you get third party a lot and then that's when they all teabag and i'm like yeah. you wasn't yeah. even You're in the fight to yeah, down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i had two health how did you do that right. um what are some of your goals for the De- des moines gaming club yeah, kind of she- touch bases with uh growing it but what are your actual goals
1: yeah, yeah, just to grow, just to just keep growing, keep providing that, that service and that opportunity. So two things that uh, we'd like to grow relatively soon is is the club rental aspect, you know, providing a venue that people can use. So we're trying to reach out to different parties that, that might want to use it. We feel like it's a good option for, like, a 20- to 30-person party for whatever event that may be corporate, birthday party, bachelor party, whatever. Um you know, this could be a lot of fun, especially for people that aren't looking for like a bar scene or something. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, growing the club rental um side of it and then um maybe where
0: is our idea for a rental I don't I don't know what I, what I wanna how I wanna word it or how I wanna say um maybe make it to where it's like an introduction to gaming. Because, you know, parents always have these, like, yeah. my kid's on the game too long. It's hurting yeah. their eyes, hurting yeah. their brains. Maybe if you could have it to where it's like a like an in-house welcoming thing. and be Like, hey, parents, this is what we're doing at the gaming club. Yeah. yeah, your kid's on the gaming, but it's only for four hours at a time or blah, blah, blah. Right. And it's like, well, there's a community here. We're trying to get better. It's a skillful thing. And so maybe eSports or something. Like, yeah. there's options you could do.
1: And that goes into the other thing uh, that we want to um – improve more and do more of and and that's work with the local uh, co- uh collegiate esports program. So we we had a summer thing for League of Legends with Grandview and Simpson mm. um their 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 directors both came in. They they had uh they they, they gave coaching to to uh, some high school students. Oh wow. And uh we want to do more of that. Um Yeah, that'd be and, cool. Yeah. You know, make this a hub for learning esports as well. Um so and that would go a long way with um, introducing esports to to younger kids.
0: Because I know, like my my goal for this, and then it's part of the reason why I wanted to interview and when I want to do these more interviews. Hardest part is just setting up the interview and then getting on the same page with a person. Mm-hmm. That shit is oh yeah, the logistics a, of it. That's the interview in itself. But <laughs> one thing I want to do is uh, just kind of keep going my brand because if you look at like just as far as the FGC podcast go obviously I think of Yipe's podcast I think of Sage James when he does it I think of Best of V and I think of like Ultra Chin TV those are four good ones, but I feel like there's not a lot. There's, like, constantly doing interviews. And, like, podcasting is the biggest in the, in the gaming thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, as much as I could provide to gaming – I mean, obviously, this is on my own brand as far as, like, Tyler Bryan Hour goes. So it might be a little hard within the algorithm to listen to a gaming podcast and then listen to me walling about life with my friends. Mm-hmm. But – one thing I want to do is I want to build this up because I feel like we need that, like you said, like that weekly consistency as far as gaming goes. Or right? yeah. And someone need an interview and someone you want to talk That's to. That's the
1: toughest thing about content creation is being consistent, right? Mm-hmm. So if if you can pull it off, which you know it's a big if, that that definitely goes a long way. And then,
0: part of it is just getting people. <laughs> I can get yeah, people. Right. I think I can pull it off. Right. And I try to ask questions that like. Are meaningful, or deep-full, or, deep, full, or oh, like...
1: hey, I, I've been impressed. You came well-prepared, and, yeah.
0: I'm yeah, I, I just, uh, hey. I, I will, you know what I'm saying, since it's on the podcast, and we like to get spicy, and, like, tell truth. I had to Google your name. I've never, we've always talked and always had interra- oh, yeah. interactions, but yeah. I've never said your name. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, what? what I, a lot I, of
1: people have that, right, that, that come in. Um, my, my, like, so Smash community, for example. So I, I played a few of the tournaments mm-hmm. back in the day, like, when we first opened. Um, you know, and I got absolutely destroyed. I, What's I, your gamer name? Kingpin. So that's, that's what people called me. It's so funny. People still call me Kingpin and they don't actually know my, my actual name. <laughs> so, well, hey, cause I'm just, just being a gamer, right? You right. By their tag and you don't actually right. know
0: their name. And then that's the thing too, is like, I was playing some people last Wednesday and I knew them by their name. But then when you would say their name, I'm like, "What the fuck is yeah, that?" Right, and then I'd right. see them I'm like, "Oh," and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, what's up?" And I was like, "Oh, what's up?" And I, and I, that's my thing is like, if I don't call you by your name, I either forget it or oh, I'll yeah. call you. But whatever,
1: I'm bad with names too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like that's why when we always interacted, like I, you never said my name, I never said yours. So I was just like, "Oh, all right." <laughs> this right. But now that I'll say it, I'll start to remember it and then uh, think of things like that. Um. But yeah, that's that. That's what my contribution want to be because I, I do, truthfully, honestly, believe this could easily be top five as far as far as gaming locals go. if we, if we get the right crowd in here, get the right views. Um, I don't know how Twitch. I don't know how YouTube is, but I know if you have like. It's going to sound bad because I do it, but whatever. But at least I, as far as Twitch goes and streaming goes, if you have, like, say you're watching the stream, that counts as one viewer. So then, if you have like say a backup account that counts as two viewers, so yeah. that so the stream tier, if you figure like each person counts as a tier as far as like getting your stream more noticed by other people and yeah. more people to come into your stream, if you have one person watching obviously yourself, then you make a dummy account that's two people. Now you're already on yeah. tier two. So if you get three, it gets higher up. And I notice that like my streams do better if I'm watching my own stream and have something else up. Yeah, sure. So, so I if, get that. Yeah. if the gaming club could do that. Obviously, obviously, me posting it. I think if I like, like if I post Wednesday, and but like, yo, I'm doing commentary, I'm on mic or something like that. People might want to hear it cause yeah, just because of yeah. like, oh yeah, snap! For sure, like, for sure, yeah. So Brian's one thing, like, thing we
1: do, especially with Smash Bros, is because um, people that are here like to watch it. We we have it on the TV, and, and that counts as a viewer. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, because I think it's always cool when I come in here and I see like a stream up or I'll see like just whatever have you up, and I, I think that's cool. Yeah. I think you even play, play basketball in this, <laughs> so yeah,
1: that's yeah. pretty cool too. I'm a yeah, big regular sports guy too, but yeah, this, the Smash community will come in and, and they, they've, they've told me that they like watching the stream here, and, and then since it's delayed, the players will finish, and then the players can come in like 20 seconds later and see, see, yeah. see and you know get hyped up, you know, about mm-hmm. it all over again, which is cool.
0: So, what game would you say you're good at?
1: The games that I play, I, I'd say I'm at least okay at. Apex, Rocket League, and, and FIFA. Yeah, um, but gun to your
0: head on the hot seat. FIFA. FIFA? Okay, yeah. that's fair. FIFA, that's fair. Number one, yeah. FIFA. FIFA's fun as hell, but it's also, like, hard in a way. Because yeah, you I, really, like, that. I definitely play it, like, uh, what's FIFA's superstar mode called? What was it called? FIFA Ultimate Team? No, not Ultimate Team. The one where it was like Alex Hunter. Oh, that yeah. story mode.
1: Yeah, I don't know something I'd, weird. I'd, the dream or something. I definitely play
0: that like FIFA, like that mode. Like I'll definitely try to just dribble out past everybody and stuff like that. So that's like my only Achilles heel with FIFA. Um, is there a fighting game you would say you're good at, even though you don't play them?
1: No, I I can't say that there is. Um, no. Nope. Let's see. If I had to play any of the ones that we play consistently here at the club, that V Sav looks fun. Vampire Savior. <laughs> it does look that hell. old classic game. That's. Uh, I I, saw, have... I I I played it once with um some of the FGC people that were in, and it it felt good. I mean, especially when you're using a a, a stick, uh, it was just really quick and fun to
0: play but i think i watched a breakdown on it and it was like the more buttons you hit gets you the pushback or something along those lines and then even then it has to be in succession so like if you only hit two buttons i think it's like you only get like 20 percent. and then like as the more buttons you hit the more better odds you have of getting your pushback interesting and I'm like, so I'm blocking. And I have to hit six buttons to get a push. This game is fucking crazy. I, like, when I was watching that breakdown, I was like, yo, this looks sick. And I was like, oh, this looks hard as hell. Like, what? And that, that game, to me, was just just interesting and fascinating enough. When you're not at the club, man, you got to give me something that's completely on opposite spectrum of gaming and things of that nature. What do you do?
1: Okay, I uh, recently got into skateboarding. Yeah? Uh, yeah. So I, I have a good friend of mine who's... Been a long time skateboarder, and of course now Des Moines got the biggest skate park, park in the nation, right. which is awesome. Um, so I've been there a few times. You know, I, I can really only roll down the roll down the road on it. I'm not trying any crazy tricks on it because I don't want to break my legs just yet. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> what board are you on. riding? It's a uh, it's an April board. Okay. I've um, yep, got it at Subsect. You know.
0: Okay. Shout, shout out to
1: the, the local board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife and I live in the East Village, so we like living downtown out to dinner and things like that when i'm not at the club i'm trying to spend time with my wife since i'm here a lot so hmm.
0: right on right on i uh hmm do you ride regular or goofy regular okay I'm, I'm definitely a goofy rider but i haven't like i it's so crazy it's so real surreal how like me and my friends growing up used to like just ride and go downtown and like that little ice ring we used to jump over and just oh, ride yeah. our skateboards over there. Yep. And like I've rolled, I could do all these shove, I can't, I could do the rotation on a kickflip. Can't land a kickflip, never land one. But since we got that, uh, that skate park, like I've been wanting to get back into skating and I obviously have to buy a board and I got some shoes that I could use, but I just haven't got around to it. And, but I need to get back to it. But like you said, I I want to like I want to be able to do a kickflip, but I also like walking, and I don't want to break. Nothing. Yes, yes. So true. I don't want to go down a set or anything like that. My
1: friend, who's very good, consistently has bruises and whatnot. I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm I don't want done. that. I'm not ready for that? Yeah, I'm
0: too old to be landing that's and stuff like I that. Think, yeah. So is that why you picked? Well, I guess it wouldn't be the Des Moines Gaming Club without Des Moines. But is that why you picked downtown? Is because you guys lived – Like, what were the other so, options? Wow,
1: well, so. Way back when, when I had the business plan for Des Moines Gaming Club, I uh, I told you I'm big into European soccer, mm-hmm. and, you know, they're all football club over there, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're all clubs, and mm-hmm. so, you know, my long-term, you know, dream dream would be that Iowa, the Midwest, would start to have these gaming clubs that, and so just anywhere that there's a gaming center, you know, maybe they have teams, maybe they have a smash team or an FGC team that travels, and different gaming clubs so Des Moines would play, you know, Kansas city or, or something. And, and then you could have a league like, like in Europe, you know, and
0: then. but you could also, we could also send out players too. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. If we could do something like that to oh, send yeah. out players to these big tournaments, I think and, that and, would be super and, sick. and
1: more and more gaming centers are popping up here in Iowa. So, um, Maybe that's something that can happen down the road.
0: Well that that when I went to that downport one and seen that that was a local, I thought that was cool. And then I think Ames had something too. And it's like that's kinda like you came at the perfect time because it was like, damn, all these other places in Iowa have something. And like before when I was still thinking that I could get paid for the FGC, but once I started realizing that the F G C comes with a lot of logistics, I, I realized different. But before then, I was thinking I have to move to like uh like California or New York to just be at a local so I could just practice commentary, then I could get good at this and stuff like that. But the fact that you're building something here is cool to me because it's like, oh I can stay here. Like yeah. this is perfect. Yeah. And I, I love everything about it. Yeah, right. Um that's cool. That yeah, I like that idea. So hmm, Was this the first choice as far as locations go? Like so, this spot specifically?
1: So so, we we opened at the Southridge Mall.
0: I um, feel like I was there once. Yeah. I don't
1: know. You might, we, we were only there for a month and a half because after a month and a half... Uh, Y'all moved, right? They they kicked everyone oh. that was inside the mall out. So Wow. It, the Southridge Mall, for anyone who hasn't been there, is old and, and needs some work and has some damage.
0: <laughs> it's on its last days. I will say that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. So, I was in there with some other entrepreneurs that were um, starting out and... um you know, it was good. Um, but then the owners of the mall, which own like 30 malls across the nation or something, just said, yeah, we actually don't want people in there because like the roof has issues. So we're just kicking everyone out. And so we had to find a place. We wanted to be uh, in downtown Des Moines long term, anyways. So. And I think this is a perfect spot. As yeah. someone that hates
0: yeah. going downtown, I feel 100% We really
1: like it. Um, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's, this is probably about, you know, right about where we want to be. So. Mm-hmm.
0: I think, uh, yeah, so hopefully you guys stay here long-term because I, I like this spot. This spot's uh, pretty good. Um, last question for you. Um, what do you think of gaming now, and, like, where do you think it could go?
1: So, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's already big, but, you know, like when I listen to Hector Rodriguez, um, it's, it's – uh, Hello. Hello. Just finishing up the podcast here. <laughs> um he always says that even though it's big right now, it's still in its infancy. So, That's true. That's true. You know, when you think about how big it is and, like, okay, it still has a long ways to go, um, you know, it's only going to get bigger. One thing I like to say, too, is um, gaming centers like this where you just have PCs that people can come in, like gaming cafes, mm-hmm. are um, – really common in, like, Asia. Like, if, if you go to big cities in Asia, there's, like, a gaming center on, like, every other block. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like, arcades are still huge.
1: Yeah. So, the United States is kind of behind uh, in that regard. So, I, I think eventually there'll be places like this all over. And, and there are big companies that are already doing that that are just putting gaming centers in, in, in different places. So, it's it's big now, but it's it's going to get even bigger, which is exciting to see.
0: Hmm. Um, yeah. So... I think that was a great episode. I think you've been a great guest. Dan, is there anything you want to shout out, promote, or leave no, on the no, table? No,
1: just uh, if, if you're in central Iowa and Des Moines and you want a gaming place to go, just check out Des Moines Gaming Club. We have a website, dsmgamingclub.com. we got a Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, where you can go and see our, our past tournaments. Things like that. We have a Actually, Discord. I got a
0: quick one. Can yeah. I get a follow back on Twitter? Like, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just, you know, I'm supporting the local. I just yeah, want to no, follow back yep. on Twitter. <laughs> we'll do that.
1: I'll do that right uh, now.
0: But, yeah, like I said, nonetheless, you have been a great guest. I'm excited to see the future of this gaming club, and I'm going to do everything in my power. To, to help this because this is something that i wanted so the fact that you know you did all the hard work by creating this and backing it with the money i just feel like it's easy for me just to promote and uh, any sort of success that i get i gotta give credit to all the people that been through here and just what you've done so uh yeah. hey, one yeah. thank you for being
1: on here yeah. as well thank you appreciate mm-hmm. it you've been a big supporter and we really appreciate you coming in Especially with all your advice, like the ring light and all your <laughs> ideas that you have, we really appreciate it. So I Thanks was just a lot, i trying
0: Brian. my damn best. No problem. No problem. You guys take care. Be sure to leave a like, comment, share, subscribe, and subscribe on anchor.fm slash Tyler Brown for as little as $1, $4, $9, whatever you could afford. That was the Run Back on Tour, and I'm sure to do more. Bye.